In this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about Hendricks LaPierre drafted in the first round, 22nd overall. The ceiling seems really high for Hendricks. He is a centerman, and as the Capitals look to get younger, where does he fit in on this Capitals team? Let's talk about Hendricks next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, hit the thumbs up button. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we're doing some player previews and reviews as we head through this offseason. And in this episode, we are going to talk about one of the crown jewels in the Washington Capitals organization, Hendricks LaPierre. He is a name that's often linked with the Washington Capitals if we hear that they want to do a big trade. Say it's a JT Miller, a Nazem Kadri. I'll talk to some of the NHL insiders. I'm like, well, what would it take for the Capitals to get a deal like this done? You know, I talked about that earlier in the summer. Obviously, things have changed quite a bit, but I was toying around with the idea. And when I talked to a lot of the insiders, what they said is it would require a Connor McMichael or a Hendricks LaPierre. So he is lauded as one of the biggest names prospects, future capital players in the NHL and the Washington Capitals in particular. So it is apparent that he is a big name. And I think that, you know, he's had these brief flashes of greatness, but he still is ultimately a young man. Uh, last uh, season, he played briefly uh, in the beginning of the season and uh, subsequently went back down to juniors. But I think, and I actually, I think I know, you know, say, uh, save, you know, like he had a major injury or something like that. I think that Hendricks LaPierre is poised uh, to be one of the um, top centers uh, on the Washington Capitals. And, you know, I don't necessarily think it's maybe going to happen this year, maybe not next year, but um, he's getting to the point where now he's uh, eligible to play for Hershey. So, you know, he can bump up and play in the, at a professional level um, to kind of cut his teeth, if you will, to to see where he fits in. Because as we know, Nick Backstrom um, suffered that major injury. And uh, I don't mean to be doom and gloom here, but the outlook on him is not that great. Um, if you take a look at the stats and, and look at the recovery rate, it is not that great. I, You know, don't get me wrong. I wish nothing but the best. I wish that Nick Backstrom can come back and he can play in top form. But I'm just looking at this from a statistical point of view and the statistics show that it's not too promising for Nick Backstrom to come back. And if he does come back, it will most likely be in a limited role. I know that the Capitals picked up Dylan Strom ostensibly to play the second line center position, but we're talking about even a little bit further out from that. Who is going to be that big center? We have Kuzi on the top line, Backstrom in the second line, and you mean, who's going to fill in? And as you go down the list, you know, um, that's where he's going to have to get his shot. I think that Hendricks uh, in time will end up uh, finding his role on this team. Like I talked about off the top, the Capitals pick Hendricks LaPierre, 22nd overall 
the Capitals in the 2020 NHL draft um, selected a lot here from the Sagins of the QMJHL. Um, so, I mean, the ceiling on him is really high. And I think that, you know, I think that there is a lot of potential for him to come onto this Capitals team at some point, like what I'm talking about. And I think that, uh, you know, the ceiling is really high on him. When will he be ready for the big time? That's the question mark. I know he scored a goal already with the Capitals last season. So that is a promising sign. But um, it's just it, the biggest thing, you know, I've done a lot of research on this, uh, doing this episode is one of the things that he wants to work on is bulking up. And he did that because, you know, sometimes you can get kind of pushed off the puck if you're a smaller guy. I mean, there's some big dudes uh, in the NHL, so you got to kind of stand your ground. And I think that that was one of the things that he worked on. And we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show is just bulking up and and consistency is the big thing because, um, as I've talked with some different guests over this last season here, you know, the, so a lot of these big players that came up, they had flashes of greatness, but how can they maintain? That is the question. So taking a look at Hendricks uh, LaPierre and where he fits in uh, this article in RMNB, they talk about in the 2021st round, a pick, they pick Hendricks LaPierre after more appearances with the Caps LaPierre was returned to the junior team where he finished out the 21-22 season. He is one of the only 16 members from the first round in the 2020 NHL draft to play in at least five NHL games already. So good. That is a good trajectory for him. Things are looking up for him to be a young man and already cutting his teeth in the NHL. That's a good sign. Uh, Hendricks arrived uh, on the um, junior team in mid-November that had loaded up in the offseason to make a run at the league title. In 40 games with the Titans, Lappy tallied 51 goals, 20, or excuse me, 51 points rather, 21 goals, 30 assists, but dealt with several scoring droughts and minor injuries that never really allowed him to fully break out in his fourth junior season. The team lost in the second round of the playoffs um, to the Islanders, uh, the uh, junior team there. And, uh, you know, that's the thing about just taking a look at it is he's getting some real good experience playing at the junior levels. Perhaps he'll end up playing uh, for Hershey next season. I guess that remains to be seen. But, you know, a lot of people are like, well, you know, they could use someone like a Lapierre or a Connor McMichael to play on the big team. But if they're going to spend the lion's share of their season uh, sitting on the bench, I would rather have them playing in a league uh, that saw them get some playing time because you don't really learn anything sitting on the bench. I think there were a lot of ups and downs, LaPierre said, during the Caps development camp in Arlington, Virginia. Obviously, when I got sent down to juniors, the first couple weeks were tough, as you can imagine. There were people saying to me, you'll probably have a little time where you're a little down or off. And I was like, nah, it's going to be all right. As soon as I got sent down, I was a little sad. Obviously, being here was awesome. You know, you got to think, you know, you're playing on the juniors, you're playing in these lower leagues, um, and then all of a sudden you get to play with the likes of Alex Ovechkin and TJ Oshie and John Carlson and all these huge names, these marquee names on the Capitals organization. And it uh, has to be kind of a sobering thing, kind of a shot back down to reality to all of a sudden be playing um, back down in the juniors. But I think that if he uh, has some good ability to see down the football field, maybe he can see that that was time for him to kind of hone his skills a little bit. Um, just because, like I say, you don't want to get entering into this season um, 
or in the NHL before you're ready. Otherwise, you'll be exposed as a weakness. The season went well, he continued. But as I said, I could have been a little bit more consistent. Obviously, we didn't win, which is the ultimate goal. That sucks, but I think I have to grow from that. I gained a lot of experience to come back in September and make my mark. LaPierre turned 20 last February, which makes him eligible to play the entire 22-23 season in the AHL. Uh, Hershey Bears to play a full successful season in the pros. The young center is cognizant that he needs to work on some things. And, uh, you know, I think that that shows uh, a level of maturity, just that he can recognize, hey, you know, there's some things that I need to work on here. I might not be ready because if you take a look at a lot of these players, if you take a look at this last drought or excuse me, draft uh, rather, is that there was a lot of young players that were a little full full of themselves. And, uh, you know, sometimes having a little bit more of an even keel uh, is the better thing. And that that's a maturity uh, in Hendrick's flop here that he can say, you know, I got some things I need to work on, not kind of beating your chest and saying, you know, I'm going to be the first round pick of the Canadians and all of a sudden go to the Kraken, if you know what I'm talking about. So probably a humbling experience for him as well. But um, for Hendricks, a good uh, sign of maturity, shall we say, that uh, he can he can take a look and say, you know, these are things that I need to work on and then go out there and work on them. All right. So after the break here, we are going to continue to talk about Hendricks LaPierre. Where does he fit in and what is his origin story? We'll talk about that. But first. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted more energy. I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I wanted to see what the hype was about. Now I've been on it for a few months. It doesn't taste like super healthy. It kind of has a mild tropical taste that I actually enjoy taking each morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all of those things. Now, I personally take it because I have some young children at home, and I could use that boost of energy. And if you're a parent out there, I think you know what I'm talking about. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. Contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, while still tasting good. It supports better sleep quality and recovery. It supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. So what is the importance of a multivitamin. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body actually absorbs. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important. It costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance.
All right. Welcome back to this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. In this episode, we are doing a player review and kind of a future pick of where does Hendrix LaPierre fit into this lineup? He was picked in the first round, 22nd overall. So obviously the Capitals were were hot on him, or I think that he had a good potential. And Mahoney and staff, they always have a great eye for making really great draft picks. And I don't think that Hendricks was an exception to that. LaPierre is currently around 185 pounds and has gained two or three pounds of muscle already this summer. I've been training. He continued, I'm in Montreal. It's the sixth summer here now. My trainers know what I need. And that's kind of just important to kind of to, to talk with these trainers and talk to fellow NHLers and to find out what do you have to do to be NHL ready? You know, he kind of uh, came to terms with the fact that he needed to be more consistent and he needed to bulk up a little bit, but he has been practicing with some premier talent in RMNB. They talk about Law Pierre trains with NHL veterans, Chris Letang, Jonathan Huberto, which we know about the big uh, contract recently, Frank Villano, Anthony Belvedere. Um, Marco Scandella and Will Carrier at home. The players are planning to play three-on-three games on Tuesday night at the rinks uh, the rest of the season. Uh, the rest of the season. So to be in the same category as Huberdo and uh, Scandella and those players, just to be able to to practice with those players uh, is a big deal because you know you can play with some of the younger players and uh, you know sometimes you can learn some things, but to play with guys that have proven themselves in the NHL. That's what it's all about. Even if I'm not working out with them, I see them every day, LaPierre said of what he's learned. I talk to a lot of them from good relationships, so I think it's awesome. Six years ago, when I first got to the gym, I was a little shy, but now I'm not afraid to ask questions and spend time with the guys. And you know, that's a lot of that is just from being a younger man, being a little bit shy. But the fact that he's willing to to talk some, uh, to some of these experienced players and to and to learn from them, I think is really great. LaPierre completed his first development camp with the Capitals. And then COVID, we all know about COVID. There was, you know, the bubble team, you know, where they kept playing the same teams over and over and there was no fans. Just a really uh, dark spot in in uh, NHL history, uh, if you will. Spoiled both previous iterations of the camp. LaPierre would have attended. The talented forward starred in the camp-ending scrimmage, finishing the game as one of only two players to record two points. And if you look at that, that was just kind of a cool moment uh, for the for him. When I remember when he scored his first goal, and uh, T.G. Oshie kind of picked him up, and he was uh, grinning from ear to ear. Just a really special moment for Hendricks, and I think uh, T.J. Oshie to kind of spend that moment with uh, Hendricks here. Lapierre also understood his vis- visibility as a top prospect and made a Capitals fans' day by giving him his game use stick. And you know, isn't that nice of a younger guy to do that? You know, he probably remembers himself being a younger player. And what that meant to be recognized by someone that's uh, big like that. While making the NHL team this season, he looks uh, to reach, given the recent additions of Dylan Strom and Marcus Johansson in free agency, it's clear that the Quebec native is committed to trying his best to excel at the pro level, and he knows what he needs to do to get there. And a lot of that stems from real-world experience, practicing with Huberto. I mean, it doesn't get any bigger than that to be practicing with these big guys so they can tell you, hey, I've been there, I've done this, I know what works, I know what doesn't work. 
As I mentioned, mentioned my consistency just every single night being there, LaPierre says, I don't think it's a lack of will. Some nights go better than others, and I think it doesn't go well after a period. You reset and show something out there. A little bit of consistency, and I think my general game in the D zone last year uh, when as a center, I had a little bit of trouble sometimes when other teams would do specific movements that would sometimes just be extending in the D zone. It's so quick and the guys are so smart. You have to work and make sure you don't lose too much energy and you're always at the right spot. There's a lot of things to work on, but that's the main stuff. And consistency. Consistency is going to be the big thing for him and the fact that he was able to bulk up. I know he's, you know, has that hunger for playing on the big team, but I think that he would be best suited uh, to play in Hershey next season just to kind of work your way up. Sometimes they like to push these players in here before they're fully cooked and uh, sometimes they're exposed. Sometimes they flourish and they do a really good job and sometimes they don't. But uh, I think that development camp next month will prove a lot of that where, you know, who is ready to be here, who isn't ready to be here. And there's going to be a lot of competition. You know, they signed those acquisitions of Dylan Strom and Connor Brown. And uh, you have Connor McMichael and a lot of these younger players, Leeson, Protus. They're all going to be fighting for a spot. So it's, you know, the thing about it, it's a competitive environment and nothing's going to be given away for free. So these players have really got to be on top of it. It helped me a lot. He said, it's tough to pinpoint one thing, but it's just being around those guys each and every day, seeing what they do. It's a veteran group here. A lot of guys from 28 to 36, 37 years old. They've been there a while. They know what it takes. So for me, a young guy coming in, you see what they need to do. And every day that allows him to have success in the best league in the world, whether it's spending extra time in the gym or taking care of your body the best way you can. For me, it was really a motivating and eye-opening experience. And uh, that's that's another level of maturity is to say, I don't know everything. I know that, you know, I got drafted by the Washington Capitals as a teenager. And I think that, you know, a lot of times that can go to someone's head. And if you have a lot of people around there pumping the tires, if you will, of your head, that sometimes you can lose focus and you can kind of say, I, I don't need to learn anything from these older guys. You know, I got drafted as a teenager. I could show them a thing or two probably not going to go so well for you. So humble pie is a a good thing to start eating um, as you're a younger guy in the league and just to learn from these experienced players. I know that we talked about at home that he was practicing with Huberdeau and the like, but he has some really great mentors or he has some great players to look after in in um, uh, the Capitals. I mean, you take a look at Alex Ovechkin. I could think of no one better than to try to model my career after or Nick Backstrom, for for example. I know he won't be there, but if he if he does come back, if he can be just a sponge and take in as much of that as he possibly can, I think that that will definitely help Hendricks in his progression. All right. So after the break, we are going to talk a little bit about the origin story and kind of talk about where does Hendricks LaPierre come from? We'll talk about that. But first. All right, Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to a new favorite. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 100 60 calories and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them run to built.com to snag a box for you and your family it will be the perfect treat and i get these sent to me and i have a couple of them but to be honest with you the kids eat them and they love them we all love them 
or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. Like all Built Bars, the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. Chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. So good. What's great about Built is that they uh, all their Built Bars are made with a collagen-based protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of healthy benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff. Whenever you need a snack for your workout, a late-night treat, or just to uh, grab a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories and fat and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. So go to built.com, use promo code and get 15% off your order. That's use promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off at built.com. All right. Welcome back to this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. So like we've talked about, we are talking about Hendrick Slop here and where does he fit in on this team? So kind of taking a look at the origin story. Where does he come from? So the profile prospect from him, this is from the hockey writers. Hendrick Slop here is the classic jack of all trades, masters of none. His ability to be a dynamic player in all three zones make him an interesting name heading into the 2020 NHL draft. A playmaking two-way center, LaPierre may not have the explosiveness of some in his draft class peers, but it's hard to not admire just about everything LaPierre does to make it make up for it, whether it's the positioning on the ice, his high-end vision, his creative playmaking, and the compete level he displays with each and every shift. He plays hockey the right way. And that's why he got drafted in the first round because people saw him and they saw Ross Mahoney and the staff there. They saw what kind of player he is. And if you see any of the footage of him when he played in juniors, a really great player. Injuries have been a bit of a concern for LaPierre and it limited him to just 19 games in the 1920 season. As a result, he'd only score two goals and 17 points, which may be concerning for some scouts who otherwise view LaPierre as a top 15 pick in the 2020 NHL draft. And we all know how that went. He got selected 22nd overall in the first round. Still a player who has been prone to injury doesn't necessarily make him a player who is injury prone. Concussions are nothing to mess around with, but there have been examples of NHL players dealing with him in the past and going on to have successful careers LaPierre's floor and ceiling are both high enough to make him an almost certainty to go in the first round, as he did. Uh, At the same time, the injury history would be a concern, and we talked about that, that he had some concerns with injury this past season. It's going to happen, especially if you're, uh, you know, a smaller guy in the in the big league here. So, you know, how they talked about and I talked about earlier in the show is that he bulked up, added some muscle mass to him. So hopefully um, he will be ready for Hershey this season. The most noticeable thing about LaPierre's game when he's healthy is the fact that he's always involved in the play. For scouting purposes, he makes it nearly impossible to miss him, whether he's on the ice because of that trait Though he may not have the wow factor that makes him the most noticeable player on the ice, it's hard to miss how effective he is in all areas, and that's the kind of scouting report that you want when you're picking a player. That is why he got picked in the first round. Learning to shoot the puck more could also go along in his development, and I think he's worked on that. So how do, how this affects the Capitals' plan? If fully healthy, LaPierre will be a force for the Capitals in the future. If he can translate his game to the next level, there will always be inherent risk involved in the draft process when players are taken at 18 years old. 
But LaPierre feels like one of the safer picks from a talent standpoint, even if he's the riskiest pick early for the aforementioned health issues. For a player like LaPierre, the goal is to eventually put those lingering concerns to rest and show the world he can compete at a high level. And I think that he does have what it takes. And like I say, it might be some time before he's ready. He might not be re- ready this year. In fact, you know, I'm pretty sure he's not going to be ready this season unless he just totally blows it out of the water in training camp. But I think he is a player that could be ready in my projection, probably two or three years. Um, and then, you know, that is going to be the young, fresh face of this Washington Capitals organization. As we talk about the Capitals and the Rock the Red era of Alex Ovechkin and company, he is going to be the new face of the team going forward. It's going to be him. It's going to be, you know, Faravari and Protoss and Leeson and uh, Ivan Mirachichenko, uh, ostensibly in the future. So, I think that the future looks good for this Capitals team. And I think it's nothing but positivity going forward. As a Capitals fan, you got to take a look at what they have in the tank. You know, I hear oftentimes that the Capitals don't have a lot of depth uh, in their Hershey level or in the Stingrays level and uh, Carolina there. But I think that they're working on that. And I think they've made some really um, solid pickups. Uh, Chesley was another one that they picked up this season, a great defenseman. So it's going to be interesting to, uh, you know, ultimately see where they fit into this Capitals lineup. But I feel optimistic about the future of this team. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. All right, so once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, and I'll talk to you next time.